Namaste. Welcome everyone to Satsang this morning. I'm very happy for this. Um, I feel it's uh, Satsang that's been happening over this period uh, here. Uh, they have been somehow. Um, I have a, like a inner broadcast to say Satsang should come today. Sometimes Satsang. And it comes in such beautiful ways. Uh, yesterday we were happened to be driving down in the buggy and uh, I stopped to say hello and then a few people came and then somebody said, Satsang tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll see what this is about. Thank you, welcome. Anybody who wants to say something? Let me first of all I know some people are due to be leaving soon. <coughs> um, and that uh, I met a few of them who I felt, if you are going to be leaving in another day or two, then I would like to meet you in satsang before you go. That does not necessarily mean that you have to come up, no? but I feel that to, uh, to meet in this uh, way is also very important for me. Okay. I'm ready to leave completely, completely, and I'm not afraid. What it means, leave completely? Leave what completely? Take the sense of a person. Hmm? The sense of a person okay. needs to leave. Okay. Sense of person need to be need to leave, and if it uh, persists, if the sense of the person you say, okay, enough, go, and it says no, what you going to do? No, it has no power. It has no power. No. Yeah. Tell us how you manage that. Tell us how you do it. So I that cannot manage that. I can just pray and stand in front of you mm. okay. and just ask you to burn this house down. Mm. Because the request is good, the the um, the attitude is good, also. How is the accomplishment? You see, 
when we say that, and we all understand when one brother or sister stand up to affirm, um, you know, I'm ready to leave all of this thing. And then we don't want to just accept it at an emotional level, like it's an emotional state. You know, I've had enough. I'm, it has to go, because we know that that is not sufficient. No? How will it go? And will it go swiftly? Will this thing, which has been largely accompanying our existence for so long, the sense of personhood, you know, can anybody command him to go away? And he will go. And uh, is that even uh, the way that it will take place? Perhaps it is just that uh, if you ask someone to leave your house, somebody came in uh, to for uh, to spend a night. Then it rained for several days, and they spent a week. Then the rain continued, and then after, after a while, they got their own room. <laughs> then later, they, they are the landlord, and now they're charging you rent <laughs> in your own house. <laughs> yeah? And then you wake up one day and says, "You know, enough." Enough. This is not, you know. I. This is my house, my home. You can't be here. And he says, "You're late with the rent. <laughs> Who are you to speak anything? How insolent! What are you going to do?" In seriousness, you you say this, and of course, I respect. And I love that you have come to such a place that uh, there is not a willingness to tolerate a, st- a much more lowly state. You at least have come to that place where you recognize this is not my true state, and yet it's molesting me. I'm being molested by it. No? Mm. So how to get this molestation to be free of it? How to do it? Well, mm, I want to say something. Uh, because I feel all of you, all of us, are capable of this instruction. Some instructions, some guidances, we are not ready to receive. And uh, then you come a time you are ready to receive another guidance. And this, each guidance that you receive later, they should be increasingly simple, direct and effective. This is what I am telling you, is one of them. So we know there was a time when we did not even question ego. We didn't even call it ego. Some people say, I don't have ego, because they believed that they were not arrogant and boastful, and they felt that was enough to say, I don't have ego. Then we came to realize that ego can be very subtle. Ego can also be like this. Ego can also be there. Then what is ego then? If it's not merely just showing off, ego can also be appearing in the form of humility, uh, even kindness, you know, it can appear. 
what makes it ego? Uh, well, the belief that uh, I am the one who is doing it, uh, I am this person, I am the kind one, I am the, the one who can meditate the longest, I am the one who is important, I am this person, you see. It comes in like that. But because no one seemed to challenge us at home or at school or even in temple or church, nobody really had gotten that far. Because even in the churches, in the temple, in the mosque, we are still holding on to our identity personally. We are still feeling, yes, I, and it's still very strong. And it's not so bad for some people, because at least they are in a state of an evolutionary movement. They are becoming more refined, more kind, more gentle, more receptive to spiritual guidance. So there is a growth, there is an evolution there. But now I am going to say something, because you say, it's enough now, I, I am ready to leave. Okay? And uh, I am sure some people go, yeah, good. yeah me too. Mm. The one who is ready to leave, the one who is ready to leave, which presently, you're identified with, it seems like, okay, it's enough. Ego is enough. Mm. Is this one reliable? Dare we even look? You see? Is this one who is standing even now, is it really reliable? Is it one who is consistently feeling? I've had enough of the ego, that's it, and so on. Is that your your factual nature and identity that is speaking now? Is it consistent? Is it reliable? No. He's a bit above the ego, the old ego. He's more subtle than the old ego. It says, I don't want, and now I am I'm discovering that the old idea I have of myself is really, whoa, I'm so happy to have moved away. Now I'm aware of this one. So by being aware itself, automatically confesses that you cannot be that one. I'm aware of him when he comes. Now I can hear, hear his voice, I can feel his presence, the presence of the ego identity. So something is observing that. This observer of the ego is now much more free, much more open, less afraid. So yeah, yeah, you have many more beautiful days, but some days, some moments, when ego is strong, there's a collapse, there's a suffering. We go fetal. <laughs> ego is <laughs> whacking you. This one who is being whacked by the ego is this one you. No. Of this you must be clear. That even this one, although it is more evolved than the old ego position, this is not your final nature. It is connected with you. It is also a state of conditioning. 
Why can I say, or you can say, this is also not what I am? Why? How can you be so sure about it? It is worse than ego. It's worse than ego. Somebody says, worse than ego. One moment, we're going to come back to that one. No? What gives us the authority or the conviction hmm, or the power to realize that this one uh, is also not what I am? I hear one voice say, because you are aware of this also. I'm also aware of this one. So if I'm aware of this one, now I'm still using the word I, this I is even beyond that higher state than ego. It says also the self, the true self, what I am, cannot be molested or troubled by ego. Would anybody else agree with this one? True yes. experience, not just true mental deduction. Some reasoning is fine, you know, but who has proven that? Who has proven that? <clears throat> that the self, the true self, cannot be molested by the ego. Well, what about you? <laughs> so there are some subtleties that, though we can confess them now, still there are moments when they become. It's like the self becomes uh, like a blind spot to who, to the present position that you have taken up, whatever that may be. It can sometimes be that we slip back into full ego even. It can appear even full ego. And it's which is especially painful when previously you might have thought, I've been there, done that, finished them off. And then now you are ambushed by even strong personal ego can come. You see? Uh, what it means? That you are an ego? Or that again the belief that you are this person becomes strong for a moment or two, or for some time the belief comes. So is it possible then that your statement, which seemed it's good to say, you know, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm ready to leave. Leave what, madam? Uh, I'm ready to leave the ego for good. Can you do it? Could it possibly be that this is also a more subtle form of ego also? Yes. And why I feel that um, Ramada said something this is even more dangerous, because we are inclined to feel that this is one is it? I've reached a place. Yeah, this is me, and may even feel that you have triumphed. You have, you have overcome the ego. And now you're experiencing much more happier states, much more peaceful states, much more uh, intuitive states. That is the self. I said, no, 
you are experiencing the perfume of the Self. Who are you? You see, is there more space uh, of which we are not, you know, um, in recognition of? So you say then, when pushed a little bit, and sometimes we need to be pushed to actually ad- admit. That actually, yes, actually, no, that one is not totally there. He still feel he has a voice. He still has a voice. I have had enough. I am out of here. But actually, when pressed, I have to say, that actually, that one is still not me yet. When will we come to you? When will we come to you, what you actually are? If you are able to see all these, to perceive, all these different states, or all these different positions of identity, hmm? that which is observing them, is that itself an identity? And are we speaking logic here? Or can we say that we are speaking from direct seeing? Meaning that what you are speaking is what you are. Can you speak from what you are, as what you are? <clears throat> Has anything changed from there to here now? Explain. It's oscillating. Like. Yes. So some oscillation is happening. We must be honest and truthful. Uh, the mind stuff will keep coming. Identity will keep coming up. Certain um, seeds of memory will keep sprouting, and attention will go there, and there will seem to be some happening uh, occurring. But it's occurring in the vastness, in a vastness, of where we feel we truly are. And uh, am I speaking too much for you? No. About this, maybe let you speak this. Ruti, don't hold back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now you see that even this place, which is better than the old place. Of feeling, yes, I've had enough of the ego, is in fact a function happening in you. And the pure self, can I speak like that? Is that a function? Can that be confirmed in you today, anybody? That that which is. Which we say that which is uh, is not itself a function. It may observe innumerable functions taking place, but it itself is not a function. Is it clear? Yes. Yeah. Nevertheless, we still have uh, a dynamic uh, body and senses, and uh, the mind, which uh, is. Um, uh, a part of our energy field no? is still functioning, 
the the play of identity personally still comes up is it an offence and to who and should one be also watchful of the play of the mind or can we say nah it's all it doesn't exist it's all just dream because i'm that which is not moving is that sufficient or is it that still the mind the mind play is moving about and any moment we can find that again where something is strongly identified you can say ourselves is in strong states of identity and you know can you tell when someone is in identity can you tell when you are in identity yes yeah can you tell when others are in identity He says he can only tell when he is in identity. Hmm. This is pretty good, actually. Hmm? Why this I say is pretty good? Because for a while, if your observation is only about the self, yourself, then you will not be so concerned about others. And yet, the play of the sense of others, uh, everything benefits. From your singular seeing, who can grasp this? Don't focus about others too much, for now. Now, mind may come and say, "Oh, that's very selfish." But in spite of saying, "Don't focus about others or use others as a measurement of your own self," which keeps you entangled in the play of duality. Yet, paradoxically and mystically, by focusing on the singular self, not even yourself, but on the self, everything benefits in the oneness. Have I gone too far? No. Okay. How are you feeling right now, having heard what I'm speaking? It, it reminds me of that what is experienced here when um, ego is reflected back, mm. like when I'm moving around and ego is reflected back, and yeah. I see like this is still here, like this is still here, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, it's not about what is still here. But it is what reading you are giving it. It is not about something is still here, but what is investing in it. It's subtle, but it makes a world of difference. Because then anything can come, but you are not disturbed. Because you are not having any keep out signs. If you say, okay, nobody comes here, then you're going to have to stay and watch. But if you say, everybody can come, you can sleep. Isn't it? Yes. But it takes a certain maturing 
to reach that place where you can be in full acceptance. Yeah. Let life be. Otherwise, we are going to be, you know, traffic guidance. You stop. You are setting up some immigration desk for thoughts and feelings. No, I'm sorry, no. Okay, you come in. No, you go out. You will not rest. How can you rest? Even that is not subtle enough yet. There is that which is rest, and where rest is synonymous with yourself, meaning that it is not you resting. Yourself is synonymous with rest, meaning that it's the same thing. There is not someone being aware. There is the awareness, and awareness and yourself are one. Consciousness and yourself are one. We can keep refining as much as we are ready. But today, what is the meal today that you can take from this? That something says, I am uh, I'm finished. I, I, I am ready to leave. What if we had simply accepted, ah, oh, very good, cello. <laughs> but when looked at, we see that some things are hiding in that statement, and that the best thing is to expose, because when they expose, you say, but that's not true. If it's not true, I don't have to pick up arms against them. If I simply remember or recognize where I truly am, I don't need to go to war on anything. Is that merely an escape and an excuse? When this sense of disturbance comes up, mm. like this is my warning signal, like that, you know, these things are still hiding here. Let's look for one second before you go back to your seat. You say, when the sense of disturbance comes up, no? um, are you choiceless? Let's say uh, the mind is uh, is a tsunami inside, and you say it means that there's still something that's hiding. You already given it a meaning. You don't need to give it a meaning just yet. There's something is. And attention is comes up, identity is coming up. Because identity intensifies the experience. It makes it personal. When whatever you personalize becomes more intense for you. It becomes more difficult, more easy to get entangled in it. When you are not taking it personally, there's some distance and you can observe much more. When you observe your observing power, shows that you and the thing you are observing are not the same, not the same quality, especially if you are observing with detachment. Isn't it? Do these guidances, do they have are they are they enduring? Is the guidances do they are they just like uh, a little meal you have now and then it fades and it's gone? Does it does it point 
Are we creating here or are we discovering? You know, this is very important. If you are creating, then some days you don't feel like creating, and what you create is not good, and it will not stay because it's not original. But when you're discovering, you're discovering what is what is already. You are in a process of self-discovering. The seed of I, the sense I, is in all the living beings. It's not the monopoly of human beings. All beings who are imbued with consciousness have the, uh, the intuition, the sense of their own existence. They are aware of their own existence. Here in the human being, the capacity to observe oneself is the beginning of spiritual freedom, in the most profound sense. Not only do you believe, belief is tremendous, belief, faith is tremendous, belief is tremendous. But direct experience is full power, because it means you can stand in the authority of what you have experienced, what you see. Particularly if it's impersonal seeing, because the ego sense can also observe, but the ego sense observes with self-interest with ego interest. But the true observing is impersonal. And because it is impersonal, it is more clean, more clear. It doesn't carry any residue. What I am sharing with you, you can prove immediately also. I don't have to give three months to get this right. If you look earnestly, and you are empty of your own personal data bank, you will confirm these things very easy, that it is simply so. And what peace! Many people come to Sahaja, and they are initially, especially visitors, they are a little bit surprised, some shocked even, that why these people look so happy, and they can't accept it. They think it is a kind of like a pretense. Like our our teaching is look happy. <laughs> look happy would be the same as act naturally. Well somebody say, listen guys, act naturally. If somebody say, if you try to act naturally, you're gonna look the most unnatural in a way. If you say to people act happily and oh, yeah, that is very annoying uh, state to be in. The fact is we are not teaching directly happiness and love and you know, walk around silent. No. Discover your truth. And all these are 
and manifesting spontaneously. You may not even know. Somebody say, "Oh, you know, you're so peaceful, isn't it? Really? You know." Now, but if you are practicing peace, and somebody goes, "Oh, you look peaceful," what will happen? Ego. I am the most peaceful. You may even say, you know, actually here, our aim is to be nothing. But of all the nothings you see here, I am the most nothing. <laughs> That's ego. Of course, by making a joke, people don't actually say that. They just think it. <laughs> okay, so we are good. Yeah. Uh, confirm, confirm, confirm. No desires left, Guruji. Mm. The only desire and persistent desire is the full union with God. Only this. Mm. I'm not interested in anything else. Mm. Even though it might play out sometimes like that, it's seen. Mm. I'm not interested in anything else. Yes. Yes. We may say that uh, certain people are innocent or um, uncorrupted, but can you say that they are incorruptible? Um, we don't need to say that. You just uh, need to keep looking and confirming your true place, not how that might look. But just living in the confirmation of your true place, and be open. Because a voice can come from nowhere and say something that will elevate your mind. Don't fix anything to say, "I am at this level," because mm, Maya loves that. But no, very, very good. Sometimes life has to seem to be unkind to us in order to stimulate the correct um, aspiration in you, which will not come when life may seem to be kind and everything is going nice and beautiful. Sometimes your house will be turned upside down. Holes will come in your boat, but through those things, you will grow. You become and grow in the right way also. Grow with humility and openness. Thank you. Okay. Thank good. You. Good. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Eternally at your feet, God. Eternally in my heart. Thank you. Next one coming.
Thank you. Um, I heard everything you said to the sister. Forgive me if um, my question was already answered. Um, I've been sitting a lot in the past weeks uh, in this sense of I am. And um, the mind is extremely strong and lots of emotions and fears and and when I when I look at who this is happening to and really I, I manage now to to stay in this sense of I am the attention stays there I'm not pulled out so much by but there are so many thoughts I, I cannot find anybody I am I see the motions I I see the thoughts I I also see the reactions, and this is how I know that there's some identity there. But I cannot see anything else, like I cannot see a person. In the moment when you see reactions, don't go to search for the one reacting even. You see reactions, and in the seeing of the reactions, uh, don't identify with anything. You may quickly look and see, you know, that uh, because sometimes mind might label and say, you see, the reactions are there. There must be somebody. But it can also be, you can win right there and just say, whatever it is, it's irrelevant. Because it is not bringing, uh, you know, you don't have to identify with that. Yes, and this mm. is the, the thing I, I don't like. Sometimes the emotions or the thoughts, they just like go, they fade a little bit. So I, I, I see them, I see that they are fading, I know that they are not me. But like it's almost permanently there. It's not like weakening. It's maybe evolving, and it's really strange because like the feeling I am. What is always there? You're speaking. The emotions, the thoughts. Uh, the, uh. So then there is some loss of attention sometimes, which I, I I notice, and then I just come back and I'm again in the sense of I am, but it's just going on like that. So I felt like. Who is the I that am? Slow down a bit for me. We're in the sense I am. Who or what is the I that am? Am means to be, to exist. Yes. Who is this I that exists? It's, yeah. it's, it's the attention that is just empty and always there. Okay, you say an attention. Is empty, and is always uh, here. But something is aware of that intention, that attention also. Yes. Says, Let's slow down, just because you might catch more uh, than you bargain for. The 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 so even the attention is observed, no? Yes. Okay. So this observing must be even more subtle and deeper. Uh, is it personal? No. Uh, just be there. Just be there. Y your inquiry 
is revealing, it's not creating this, it's revealing this, uh, the subtler place. So, um, be, be here. Wherever you discover, hmm, know you're already here. Is it like if I ask you to lift up a heavy stone and see how long you can keep it up in your hand for? Is it that after a while you get tired? Oh, sorry, sorry. I've got to put it down. Are you doing anything? If I say, the one who is capable or is there, that weaknesses, whatever it is that weaknesses, even the attention, which is empty, is weakness. That one, that place from where the weaknessing happen, be there. Is it a strain? Is it two? Is it someone being there? I give a little time just to digest and to assimilate what I'm asking. If I say, is it not true that you know the one, the attention which you say is uh, is what the I am is, is that like an attention, a sort of presence, which is um, totally empty. And I say, but even the presence which is totally empty is perceivable or not? Yes. So what is it perceivable? Don't give me answer. Uh, hold my question for a moment. The question becomes a mirror for you. That which is aware of the subtlest of attention, the subtlest vibration of I amness in you. Hmm? You don't need to know. Don't try and know this with your mind. Don't give him credit for this. The fact already goes before. The fact is that it is perceivable, isn't it? Yes. The fact is, it is perceivable. Yes. I am just pushing a little bit. By what is it perceivable? Can that be known? And if it can be known, by whom can it be known? The words I am speaking with you are converting or combusting into spirit, as I speak them in you. Or as you grasp them, you see what happens. If you follow them, they are already converting into spirit, not concepts. Whatever it is that comprises this world of names and form, of time and change, of growth and evolution, everything is perceivable. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. 
Where is the location of that which perceived them? Don't use imagination. Imagination is a much lower thing than where we are right now. It can't be located. It cannot or can it? It can't. Well, something can be located in two ways. One, either it can be located in a finite point, or it is infinite, meaning that it is everywhere. If it is an object, it is a finite location. If it is not an object, it is limitless. It is without boundary. Are these talks too subtle right now, or we can? No. All this is of you. The world taught us about our phenomenal self, our body and body-mind. But the Supreme is revealing to us our Supreme Self, our imperishable Self. Only it can do that. The source from which we came. But there is a part of our existence which never came. Others came unto it. Flesh was formed around it. Mind was formed around it. But it remains unformed. It has no date. It is before all beginnings, at the end of all endings. It remains untouched. Dare we speak like this? When it is proven in you by insights. Is it blasphemous to look in such a way, into one's nature? No one who is free have a closed mind. And yet they transcend mind. Right? 
The self is not an experience. Experience begins out of the self. It cannot be found as an object. One comes to see that the finder of the self is either the self or that finder does not exist. I don't know if what I'm sharing with you can be called a teaching. Maybe a transmission or something. It's bringing you to emptiness. The world does not understand emptiness. Because it wants to understand everything with the mind. A human being cannot know God. They may have a glimpse, you may have a feeling, you may have experience, but none can comprehend the magnificence of the Supreme One. But you can discover God within your own self. God is not an object. The God is a pure subject. Ungraspable to the mind. God is Nirgun Brahman and Sagun Brahman. Incomprehensible. When we approach like this, when we observe like this, when we come with that degree of respect and reverence, the God is being revealed in you, not merely emotionally, but in ways that is incomprehensible to the mind, as peace and joy, a silence, a limitlessness. Don't give too much importance that the mind, but the mind doesn't get the mind wants to understand. Don't be so much of a servant to that. 
you are the listening and the the conceptless knowing. That which is impure cannot imitate the pure, not in such environment. The devil may appear peaceful for a moment or two. That's it. You wonder why uh, so much struggles may come. We were talking before, and uh, one of the things we shared, I keep saying it recently, that uh, yes, when when you become precious to God, you become a target for the devil. We say like this, no? Meaning that as soon as your heart is open for truth. Hmm, all the poisons come, and you must overcome. Knowing that grace is with you, knowing that the wisdom is with you, something brought you to satsang. Some parts of our mind is in resistance to that. You must exercise the discernment to see that which is true and stable against that which is fluctuating and unstable. You must know where you are looking from and who you are looking as. But don't isolate yourself and label yourself as merely a person. When you are empty, things become very easy. Even now your mind is at the edge of Samadhi, because uh, it is so easy for it now. It yields, so that it can be absorbed more in the heart. If you don't feed mind with person food, it will yield. It will itself uh, naturally come under the influence and the orbit of real uh, love and purity.
Now you're in a state of emptiness. What can be said of it? Are you in a state of restriction? Are you feeling tight? Lacking anything? That's a key. That is a key, you see. Are you waiting? You see? Because normally in the state of personhood, we're always waiting for something. What's next? What's next? Where you are right now, is it attached to next? And yet, you are not holding life still. Let it dance. Even this body will be part of this dance. The vital breath in the body is part of this dance. You are the dance, and you are the weakness of the dance. A seeming mystery, which is not easily accepted by the egoic mind. <coughs> An advice is not to cling to person, personal history or identity. You can, I think you can return now. I think you are sorted. Uh, the, the, um, uh, don't hold. There is a tendency to keep holding uh, a shape. Almost everyone in the world is holding a shape, and a shape of a person. A sense of a history of who you are, but all of it belongs to body-mind conditioning. It is not of spiritual shape. The spirit does not need to hold any shape. Consciousness does not need to hold any shape, and yet no shape can happen without it. I said, when you can bear and be the formless self, you are one with freedom. The mind will always be presenting another journey, another shape, another conditioning. 
and it labels it evolution. You're evolving, you're growing, getting having more and more. You see like this. Hmm. But I hold it that the spirit in you hmm, is true. Is of God and is true. The mind is where the spirit for a while imitates personhood, it tries it out, and feels its limitations and its failings, feels its promises unfulfilled, and finally returns home. Returning home in meaning, consciously in recognition of your original nature. Now we have just done one hour. That's an important hour. Yes. Now the next questioner, you're gonna go forward or backward? I want to see. Who will come? Thank you. No, I don't know if it's forward or backward, but I'm going to. We're going to find out. <laughs> going to Australia? Is it backward or forward? That's <laughs> <laughs> upside down. What is it? Down on these. Okay. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't want to uh, leave without saying just to, to express. Actually, I actually I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I want my life to be an expression of my gratitude for you and for the sangha and for um, the ability to look at life in this way. Um, that's yeah. Yeah, I I don't. My words, I like you said. You know, I don't particularly um, hold them with too much consistency, but I would rather let my life, my actions, and you know, it is possible that even if you could not speak, the power of your realization would not be hampered. It will not be um, limited. Can you accept this? You may be in a bit We would like to meet your disciples. <laughs> I used to say to someone, suppose there was a spiritual master no? that uh, slept for 23 hours hmm, and 55 minutes every day, and just wake up, hmm, go for a pee or whatever, no? 
lights a cigarette and just looks. But uh, if his eyes fell on you, uh, it may just remove your identity. Could you have a, a master like that? <laughs> so it's not about you know, yeah, you know, I really know what to say and how to be with people. Maybe you don't know how to be with people. Maybe you might feel you don't know anything at all. But you have transcended this world. Is it possible? Maybe I'm using wrong words. Maybe these words are too loaded. When I speak, I've, I am a very simple person. But my words are very true. Transcended the world would mean what? Overcome, not overpowered, but overcome. Mean what? To transcend your own mind. To transcend uh, the voice in your own head. That's what I mean. You may not know what the world is, but you experience the world that you perceive through your own being. Conquer that world. Nobody can conquer the world of everybody. In fact, it doesn't exist. But you have to conquer your world. The world that is appearing through your own conditioning, your own thinking, your own mind. And you will find yourself in harmony with all worlds. Truth is is very simple actually. But as I said, the seeker of truth is complex. The truth is simple, but the seeker of truth is complex. Gets in its own way all the time. Entangled in its own imagination and projections all the time. But what it is it fundamentally, inside is pure. Sometimes you may hear, "Oh, these people are wicked," and blah, blah, blah. yeah, that's the role the consciousness played. But the essence of them is of God. It's not easy to accept this. Why? Because we look with very human eyes and see a human world. We have to come to see with God's eyes, 
see a very divine world. And the easy way, don't try unnecessarily go out cleaning up the world with brooms and dustpan. Clean up your mind and your heart by understanding who you are. That is cleaning the world. Who understands this type of thing? Thank you. This is good. So what you have said is totally accomplishable. Whatever brought you here and kept you all this time is serving you, or rather, serving your awakening. You know, and I have no doubt that whatever is required, you have it in abundance. You only have to keep turning to that. You know. I do, and I will. <laughs> Very great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much, Gurdy. No, love you. Same, same. More. <laughs> thank you. Can I just use a few moments with you and just to write here today because we have this opportunity and in in the constant presence of the supreme to just leave aside all all our ideas the ones that we are willingly engaged with and the ones that seem to just be hanging around when I say leave them, I mean I don't be concerned about them. Like just be empty. You know? And at this moment it should be particularly easy for you. Don't be holding on to. Don't turn to look backwards at what is gone. Because it really is gone. Except for our habit of revisiting what is past. So leave, leave these things. And as I say in the invitation also, don't be concerned about the future. There is no need at all to be too concerned about the future is based upon fear. And I am not calling you right now towards any fear. Simply be empty, because you can first. And that uh, I want you with me to again to to really confirm, not because anybody else has, but because you will be totally empty of all ideas about and desires about the world and yourself and you know what you hope to to get from your time here or. Who you want to be, and all of these things, uh, even uh, the, even the the sense of you know awakening and your self-realization and whatever that may appear to be in your own mind, 
just leave everything alone for a moment. Just leave everything. And any anticipation or um, expectation such as, okay, okay, yes, I've done that. What's what? What now? You know, no, no, no expectations. No next. Simply just be where you are. Just be empty. Empty, empty, empty. The last seed that should be left in you is just the feeling of I. That was the first seed of not knowingness that appeared. But whatever appear, even the most simple thing, it must appear in something that was already here. So I said, even before the first seed appears of knowingness, the sense I, yes, this one, yeah, this is the first knowing. Everything else is subsequent to it. So when I say empty, empty of everything, 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 and now maybe even just the sense of I, the the vibration of knowingness, that seed of existence that we feel, I exist. Uh, even this, uh, don't hold it, don't hold it. And those of you who trust, you will come with me. So even the feeling of I, uh, just don't hold, don't claim anything. So that there remains only that in which the I itself appears. Don't hold body and uh, memories and mind and so on. Let these functions uh, be where they need to be right now. But you are unmolested by them. Uh, you don't take any shape at all. Remain shapeless, like space. In fact, you don't have to imagine that, because when you are not holding or clinging to any thoughts or desires or judgments, there is this inner spaciousness. I would dare say it is not limited to even the sense of inner. It does not know inner or outer. It is everywhere. This silence, this spaciousness. A kind of nothingness. And although the mind may be present and trying to give nothingness a kind of shape of nothingness, it is not necessary. If I say that everything can be taken out, and you comply, and allow whatever is here to not embrace any thought or imagination or any concept at all, you will find that something remain 
that cannot be moved. It cannot be taken out. It cannot be added. It's just here. And it is self-aware. It is not too. It is as though you are asked to take all the numbers away, all the letters away. Now there is only nothing, only zero, beyond even the concept of zero. It is very important that I ask you to do this, so that you can experience that you can be empty, your own emptiness. It is not something that you are creating, you are only discovering. This place called emptiness, we can use other words for it, but actually none of the words fit. Whatever it is that is here, is not even called emptiness. And I have asked you to come here, that I can ask and check in with you about you, I've asked you to leave everything, the usual activities and habits of the mind, the beliefs and the identifications, like leave them aside. I've not asked you to destroy them, but just not to engage. And you see how easily it is to simply be here. What is this here? This hereness. Is it about being in any particular country? No. What is here? What are you perceiving? Hmm? Is it an object? Be fresh with this for me now. Only answer from your heart. What is here? Um, can it be defined in any way at all? No. Does it have a form? Is it light or darkness? Is it an emotion? Is it a feeling, like a very nice feeling? Can it be described as that? Can it be described as being outside? Please be with me, because I don't think you are going to make a greater discovery than you are going to make today. 
unless you are afraid, then uh, you can say, okay, you know, you you're out of it. What did I ask you just now? Is it a what? Outside. Is it outside? Is it inside? Just watch how the questions come. Is it a belief? Is it a particular religion? Is it a function? I'm asking each and everyone here this question. What is it that's here? Did it arrive? Can it leave? No, it cannot leave. And an important question I will ask also now. Can it fade away? Can it be hidden? Again, can it be hidden? Right now, I'm asking you. If you say it can be hidden, you're speaking about the quality of mind. That in which these questions are heard, is it outside or apart from this? No. Can the mind exist outside of this? No. Whatever it is that you are aware of, can it become sick, confused? Depressed? Are you sure you are not imagining it? Was it created? Do you feel you have the capacity to answer this question? Then can it die? How do you know?
who taught you. Can it be lost? Can it reject anyone? Does it know anyone? Can it be possessed? Can it be dissolved? What you are aware of, where are where is it being seen? How, how far from you is it? From the place, from that which perceive. How, how far is it looking to, to, to look into these things? There is no distance. Can you stand by your word? Always? Then if this is so, you have never studied this. You never studied this. You did not borrow this knowledge from somewhere. You confirmed out of your own Self and Source. It cannot die. It was not created. It cannot fade. It is unbound. It cannot be possessed. It cannot be lost. It is without mood. It was not born. It cannot die. And it is no distance. Can it change? So if these are things that you can confirm, without even thinking such about it, then it must be that you are speaking about yourself. Is it still true? Is it arrogant to think like this, to know this thing, to express these things? Is it the truth for some people and not for others?
then today you are confirmed in the truth. And I love that I can share with you in this way, that it's not the product of some university knowledge, that anybody, even if you come from some poor place, you have never studied in any school or nothing like that, can confirm this. Why? Why? Because these are the things of God. And you can only know this from being in the place, not of your person, but of yourself. And yes, your mind will come. He has been called the doubter. You will come to raise doubt in your mind. Yeah, but you know, today I'm not feeling like that. You know, it's not. It's, you were strong yesterday, but today. And I said, Oh, but you said that it cannot change. Yeah, but I'm not in the same mood. So is it a mood? So that you, out of your own being, can confirm that authority you have. Did you speculate? No. Did you imagine? No. That's it. Then great is this moment on earth that human beings can look and experience without hypnosis. I have not thrown magic powder in your face. From your own heart you can look and confirm things which are largely regarded as unknowable to the human mind. Now what remains is to honour this seeing. And how to honour what you have already declared, but it is true, it is already what it is. How to honour it means what? That your mind will come to test. And the way it will come to test is to try and remind you you're a person because when you're in your when you're in the state of your person you cannot confirm anything you'll feel doubtful you'll feel tired you'll feel no I'm not ready could you let me give me some time to get into meditation and I can answer your question and so on it will come and regard its coming as a timely offering from the lord himself because we each have to be Tested. And you are not tested to fail, you are tested uh, so that you can confirm the greatness and the glory of God in you. You can confirm that you cannot be lost, you can never be lost. But your person, hmm, anyway, 
We are changing our personalities like our clothing. We keep changing our descriptions about ourselves. But can this change? Thank you. That is it. And may your heart always remind itself of its sublime perfection. And though the forces of delusion will try to pull you into some shape, know that you are ready beyond that. You are shapeless with shape. You are timeless with time. You are the formless in form. You are the all-knowing, learning about itself. You are the imperishable, appearing in a perishable body. Sometimes I have said to you, you know, that it's been years. I don't know if it is a kind of game or something um, that uh, is being played in me. But sometimes I started many years ago in. I remember with Sri in Central Park in New York walking, and I said I want to. I would like to have a group of people. I don't know how many they are. I don't know. But I choose them, because I feel that they are competent to really go into this, and not to be distracted by merely you know, domestic uh, situations, and so on. I would like to choose a few people, maybe 30 people, and to focus with them for a few months. Inside the same big Sangha, we would still focus with this group to see. And I want to ask you, will I choose you? Yes. Would you qualify? If I said 30,
think we're having some music today. I live for you, you only. I live for you, you only.
for you You only I live for you Lord You only Only you To pray.